I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Hello, welcome to Writer's Routine. My name's Dan Simpson. This is your bonus bite. It's the random routine uh, with Ian Rankin this week. And I think we're only four, four episodes in of these. And we've pushed the ranking button pretty early. Uh, I just thought I'd flag it up if you hadn't heard his main interview back in 2018 now. Uh, he came on to chat about his 22nd Detective John Rebus book, In a House of Lies, which... With, as, with most of his stories, sold phenomenally well. Since then, Ian has published The 23rd, A Song for the Dark Times. Uh, and Rebus uh, is a literary phenomenon, I mean, transcending novels, and is now a cultural and, and crime literature icon, really. Uh, Ian tells us about his daily routine, how it involves early procrastination, also why a good day can start at any time, and how he doesn't have an idea what the story is until it's actually finished. Now, if you enjoy this, uh, make sure you go back, listen to the full Ian Rankin episode from November 2018. Uh, For now, a little taster, hopefully some inspiration to help your writing day. It's uh, Ian Rankin on the show uh, with just his routine. Mostly I would write in Edinburgh uh, in my house. One of the spare bedrooms has been turned into my office, and when I look around me, there's just tons and tons of stuff. CDs, LPs, there's a sound system, there's a desk full of mail and bills waiting to be paid, there's posters and pictures on the walls, there's a sofa that I can sit on and a coffee table, and then there's my writing desk, which is a desk I've had for, now I'm going to, let me think, bought it in Tottenham Court Road in 1986, when I got married, and we schlepped it from Tottenham Court Road back up to Tottenham where we had a flat and on the, on, the, on the underground and it's just one big slab of wood and then two kind of trestles and it's gone with me from London to France, France back to Edinburgh, it's been in several houses in Edinburgh and it's my lucky desk, I would never get rid of it, I would never consider uh, not having that desk in my home Any pictures on the walls? There's some paintings. I've got some artists I like. Um, uh, John Bellany is one of my favourites. He does these kind of coastal scenes. There's a framed big blow-up photograph of the Rolling Stones signed by the guy who who took the photo. Uh, I think it's a photograph of me when I met Muriel Spark, the only time I ever met her, one of my favourite authors. 
there's bits and pieces, some post-it notes. If I'm in the middle of a book, there'll be post-it notes. If I'm not, the post-it notes will all have gone. But that's one room. But I also write up in Cromarty, which is a little fishing village in the north of Scotland. We've got a house up there. And to start a book, I'd normally go up there because there's no... The phone doesn't ring. There's no cell phone signal. Uh, there's no TV, no distractions. Nobody knows I'm there. I just sit with my laptop, plug it in, and start writing. And I get good days and bad days, but a lot of days are good. And I can break the back of a first draft in a couple of weeks. Well, let's get into it then. show's called Writer's Routine. Tell me about yours. The moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed on a day when you're writing. Leave no, like, dull, tedious stone unturned for Uh, you. Well, there's plenty of dull, tedious stones. I mean, the first thing when I wake up is I go and get coffee uh, and the paper. And then I read the paper cover to cover. Then I do the Sudoku, killer Sudoku. Then I do the kind of polygon, the kind of word puzzle. Then I do the cryptic crossword. Then I take a break. Then I check my emails. And then eventually I think, oh, I better start writing. So by about 11 o'clock, I'm probably starting to write. Uh, No, on a good day, I'll write straight through. I won't even break for lunch. If I do break for lunch, it'll be a cup of soup. You know, it'll just be some soup heated up in a microwave. Um, If I need a break, I'll go for a walk. Um, If I'm in Cromarty, that walk will be along the seafront. I might go back to the cafe and have another coffee. I might go to the pub and have half a pint of beer go back to the house and start again and just keep writing through until six or seven o'clock and then break for dinner. And on a really good day, I'll go back after dinner. Now, some days aren't good. Some days you sit down at the computer and you think, I've got nothing. Nothing's coming. I'm having to force the words out. It doesn't feel natural. It's not flowing. It's stuttering. No, walk away. I'll walk away and I'll just do something else. I'll read a book. I'll do. I'll go for a walk. I'll just do anything but think about the book. And a good day can start at 8 p.m. at night. So, you know, you sit down at 8 and think, I'll give it one last go. Oh, hang on a minute. Maybe this is what should be happening. And the writing starts to flow and you find yourself midnight, one in the morning. You've done a solid day's work, but you've not started till late at night. On days when you are starting to write at 8 in the evening, will you ever temper yourself at all? If it is pushing 2 a.m. now and you're cracking through it, will you think, well, I might need to go to bed at some point, or do you just, if it's coming, let it go? When I was a young man full of vim and vigour... I would just keep going, you know. But now, if I do that, if I write into the night, the next morning I'm shattered. It takes me a while to recover. So I would rather just say, no, I'm going to stop about 8 o'clock, I'll stop, or 9 o'clock. On a, on a, you know, if, I've, if I've been going all day, I'll stop and, and not go and do a, another session. Whereas when I was young, I'd think, oh, I'll do a late-night session on top of the daytime session. The thing is, when I was young, I was having to write two books a year just to survive, just to make enough money to live on. So I was having to really push the words out. And having trained as a journalist, I could do that. You know, I thought nothing of doing, let me think, what would I, I mean, even now a decent day, a good day would be three to three and a half thousand words a day, every day. And I'm talking seven days a week. So that's 20,000 words a week, which means in five weeks, you've got a 100,000 word novel. Do you ever take a day off? Not if I'm working, no, because I'll start to forget stuff because there's not, I don't have many notes at the beginning. And a crime novel is very complex. It's very interconnected, interlocked pieces. If I take a day off, I'll forget what's going on. I'll forget. I'll come back to the work face and look at the screen and go, oh, hang on a minute, where'd I go from here? Um, and I'll forget connections between people. I'll forget stuff that I've got to put in, red herrings that I need to add, subplots or where they're going. Um, and because I've not taken a lot of notes, a lot of structural notes before I start writing, uh, the first draft is me actually doing that. It's me creating a skeleton on top of which I'm going to put some meat later on. 
So it's kind of it's the kind of the, the spine of the story. Does it work? Does it stand up? Um, and I know as little as my cop. So when my cop starts and there's a murder or there's a body, I don't know who done it. I have no idea who done it when I start the book. And the first draft is me getting to know the characters and how they might relate to this and who might have done it and why they might have done it. And that was our random routine for this week with Ian Rankin. His newest book is A Song for the Dark Times. It's the 23rd Detective John Rebus novel. If you've not listened to the main episode, Ian's full chat, it's a good 45 minutes long. Uh, find it in your podcast feed from the ooh, November 2018 now. Uh, on Friday, we're with the author Nigel Farndale, journalist, writer. His brand new book is The Dictator's Muse. It's a kind of thrilling romance, a bit of a mystery, a bit noir uh, set uh, in World War Two. It's a fantastic book and I think you'll really enjoy the chat. That is Friday, so make sure you follow us wherever you get your podcasts from. You can always support the show at patreon.com forward slash writers routine and make sure you follow us on Twitter. We are at writers pod there too. And I will see you Friday with Nigel Farndale on the show. Until then, bye. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 